Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. up like take a big sip yeah any bigger and i'm done i don't it's so not a lot today i decided to for this recording attempt to make a cocktail and this is the first time in my life i've ever made a cocktail i'm 29 years old as i live and breathe and the cocktail i wanted to make was a whiskey sour I think I did pretty okay. Stephanie didn't like it <laughs> very much. Uh, I don't think I'm a fan of whiskey sours. That's okay. Well, I like them very sour. Like I want them. I want it. I want to feel like I'm drinking candy, and I'm happy. I'm in a happy place. What are you drinking, Steph? I am drinking a Angry Orchard hard cider, rosé flavored, because Cam is awesome and bought some. Um. I forgot to mention that the vodka, nope, not vodka. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's because Scott said like vodka is made yeah. from whiskey and I believed him. <laughs> no, he's incorrect. Do not listen. The ver- bourbon that I'm using is called Four Roses. It's the yellow label because that one is slightly cheaper. Anyway, <laughs> um, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about art blocks and Mm -hmm. um how can you oh wow (laughs) i'm like trying to read my notes i'm trying to be so professional how can you avoid an art block (laughs) Mm -hmm. or how can you get out of one do you have any like initial thoughts on this they suck they sure do um do you remember like the last i don't know the one that really made a hindrance on your progress Not really, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I experienced one not too, like, not too long ago, like, maybe a couple of years ago. Um, I noticed, like, all I did was go to my day job, go home, try to relax, and, like, fall asleep, and then do it all over again. Yeah. I think that's probably about the same for me. I feel like when they happen, it sucks, and then you sort of get inspired again, and it's almost like you don't remember it's like you blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever happened when you weren't making anything, it's just kind of like this drudge sort of feeling, I guess. But it's like an ebb and flow for me. It's always kind of happening or not happening. I'm the most productive at night, which is not great. Oh, no, me too. Schedule. You know, I feel like most artists are most productive at night because yeah. no one is up to bother them. It's a good point. Yeah. And it just feels like you have time for, like, ideas to start manifesting a little bit more i think um the reason why i haven't had one recently is because i got a sketchbook mm. i think that is one of the things you can combat mm-hmm. art blocks is if you're constantly well if you're visual art i don't mm-hmm. know what mm-hmm. would you call it like a probably... drawn artist well yeah visual artists <laughs> Vi- probably qualify that yeah. yeah if you're a visual artist 
get a sketchbook because that, like, if you're drawing at least once a day or sketching something down, it doesn't have to be, like, a masterpiece. Like, mm-hmm. you just, you know, the motor skills, the muscle memory, like, you can't really fall into art block when you have a sketchbook. Yeah, I will say, for me, on the flip side of that, is that I own many sketchbooks that have <laughs> maybe two drawings in, oh, no! in them. Oh, no! I'm like, no, I need another one. I try to, I think I've also heard of the idea of um, assigning your sketchbooks to certain themes. And I don't know if that works for every type of personality. I've I have that kind of thing, too, where I only have, like, gesture drawings or, like, figure drawings in one sketchbook and um, really, really weird uh, experimental things in another and that kind of thing. But then there are times when I'm, like, especially when I'm traveling, that's when a lot of the times that, like, I feel like if I'm on the train or something and then I get inspired and I want to whip out my sketchbook, but I just have the one that's for x you know i'm like oh i can't do that thing in here see that's why i only have (laughs) that's why i only have one sketchbook like i'm just like use it for everything even if it's for notes or whatever anything sketchbook too like you don't have to be so strict about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like just overthinking like just let it happen you know i've also heard of people doing things where it's like um if you ever are commissioned or you know, hired to draw or create something that you're not super excited about. There was this, I've read about this idea of trying to find the thing that you do like in it. Um, The example that was given was like, this guy was, I think he had an assignment that he had to draw a car, but he hated drawing cars. And I related to this, so I really wanted to like figure out, is there actually a way that you can enjoy drawing cars if that's not (laughs) something you like ever cared about in your life? And he broke it down in a way that made me really interested. Like, he's like, well, I would focus on, like, maybe if I got to choose a type of car, then it would be, like, an old rusty car that has interesting textures and, like, interesting curves and just really, really breaking the object down and mm-hmm. drawing those things bit by bit and thinking thinking of it in a smaller, more segmented way, I guess. So I thought that was an interesting kind of mm, solution to creative block of some sort to make yourself do something you don't want to do yeah no I think um challenging yourself is definitely good for um art blocks I think picking up a new medium too can help um because I think if you listen to the first Mm -hmm. episode you know that I recently picked up gouache um Mm -hmm. as a traditional a traditional medium is gouache and digital art being the other one um it's really hard because I'm not used to it but it's forcing me to actually do art like every once in a while but Mm -hmm. the sketchbook does help for sure um whenever i go to the store i just feel like oh i need this thing because i just want to try it it's pretty (laughs) or i've heard cool things or whatever and i will if i have a little extra cash i'll buy it and then play with it really good about that i noticed you're one of the only people i've noticed that picks up things (laughs) that most people would be like, oh, I'm going to stick to my Copic markers or um, whatever they're doing. But, like, I see you actually buy stuff you've never used before. I'm curious about it. I mean, I'll know I'll find a way to use it. Also, this probably is more, <laughs> I'm going to reveal something. Not really, no. It's just, I feel like it's kind of a manifestation of my just inability to stick with one fucking thing for, like, more than two minutes. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> it's like literally, Steph, it's kind of amazing that we're on episode five or whatever this one's going to be. This would we'll be see. episode five, <laughs> uh, unless you don't count the mini episode. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did count that. 
But yeah, no, no, no. It's 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 interesting because I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try that. My brain is just bloop, all over the place all the time, <laughs> and I'm trying really hard to like make it worth something. <laughs> I wish I was more like you because I'm the example I gave. <laughs> I want to stick to Copic markers. Mm-hmm. Is me. I'm just like, no, that's oh, good, though. I'm I, really good at this. That's so funny because I wish I was more like that. Like I had more dedication to a single medium, but I don't feel like I do. Not yet, at least. It took me like about six to seven years to actually do gouache. Like I've been having that in the back of my mind for yeah. the last six to That's seven right. years. I wanted to ask you because you had said that you picked gouache up like in an earlier episode, and or maybe we didn't release that episode. I don't remember. Um, no, I think we did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not drunk yet. <laughs> I'm actually feeling it. I'm feeling a little bit. Like, I could go for more. Me too. I think I am gonna get another one, but I'm surprised how much. An ounce and a half of <laughs> bourbon and like lots and lots of lemon juice. Um, that's yeah, oh, feel good. Um, it took yeah, me six to seven years, six, seven years to actually to do the thing. Like I've been mm-hmm. thinking about it for like, like the last six to seven years. Like I want to do gouache. I want to mm-hmm. do gouache. Gouache, not gouache. Oh lord, gooch. I heard gooch. <laughs> I actually heard gooch once. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, gauche. I always, I always don't know what to say to someone when they're like, gooch. And I'm just like, oh, that's not what it is. I like you're... try gauche. <laughs> like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any information on gauche. <laughs> I can tell you all about gouache, not gauche. <laughs> but like starting something new can yes. um, combat art blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think... Anything, anytime I pick up any different medium, it kind of has, makes you do like a different style a little bit. Not, um, well, it's just forcing you to do something that's not something you're comfortable right. with. And so you, maybe you feel like it doesn't look quite right in the beginning. And I think that might be what people's fears are about picking up something new a little bit is like, I don't even know how to control this thing. I don't know how it works. If you just kind of, teach yourself the basics then you'll most likely get it from there like since you're since actually your most kind of recent foray into something new is still kind of fresh in your mind did you feel that way were you like just kind of like i just want to go for it i well i think the i just want to go for attitude was the strongest feeling i had just because everyone kept saying like my style would go really well gouache would go really well at my style Mm -hmm. um but definitely there's been like I, I've never done watercolor either. Like, maybe I've mm. messed around with it, but, mm-hmm. like, I know gouache is similar to watercolor, but as someone who's never actually really excelled in watercolor, like, I've messed around with it. Um, I mm-hmm. had no idea what the hell I was doing. I was yeah. just like, I think this is how I you do it. <laughs> um, I've messed around with acrylics before, so I think I'm kind of using it that way, which I think yep. I'm putting too much paint oh, on. no, I... From what I've seen you make, it doesn't look that way. It's I mean, very thick. <laughs> it's very thick. Yeah. Like, the paint layer is, like, super, like, it's mm. at least a half an inch or... Mm. No, that's exaggerating, but it's like an eighth so of an thick. inch. <laughs> half an inch oh off the, the panel. <laughs> I make a ledge of gouache so that I can just have my characters jump off of it into a pool of watercolor. Um... <laughs> No, that's interesting because uh, I actually learned it the opposite way, I guess. Like, I transitioned into gouache from watercolor, but that's because that's how I 
did it for us when I was in school, in my, like, foundations class, um, it was like, we started out with watercolor, and then we did gouache. See, that makes sense. That's how you're supposed to do it. I don't know if there's a way you're supposed to do it. No, I guess there's not, (laughs) but they say it's helpful if you... Hmm. Use know. watercolor before gouache. Maybe I guess I guess I can kind of see that. I feel like gouache, or I mean, watercolor is also another thing, another medium that's sort of intimidating to people. For as simple as it is, people feel really pushed away from it because it's it is sort of harder to control a little bit. Do and... we need to explain what gouache is to the audience oh, in case they don't know? Perhaps. Um, yeah, as it was always told to me, gouache is just part watercolor part acrylic there's acrylic in it i don't know actually much more about it than that it's it's more opaque than watercolor it's more opaque yeah um because it's, it's flat just it's... just in case you didn't know because i just you know let's yeah. just break everything down are you comfortable disclosing the brand of gouache that you're using oh yes i'm i'm comfortable uh holbein acrylica that's one of the good ones yeah <laughs> um i decided to go that route which some people say they don't like because mm. you can't re-what it you can't you I didn't can't know that, it actually. dries like acrylic oh yep it's interesting we for us a huge... fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say we went on a huge <laughs> tangent yeah a little bit i don't know it's inform informative <laughs> um so we went to the interwebs to um find out what other artists recommend to get mm-hmm. out of an art block or to avoid one but mostly get out of a art block if you have if you're experiencing that right now yeah the ones we disagree upon <laughs> is like take a walk go and be social go outside mm-hmm. i yeah. oh well i guess i don't know if i disagree with take a walk it depends i don't know i, I feel like that's helpful for mm-hmm. your mental health but mm-hmm. not necessarily mm. i don't know i guess it could be a back and forth cuz if if it is something mentally that is bothering you from making art, then I get that. But for me, like, going out for a walk does not help. Yeah. Or interacting with people. No. Interacting with people I don't feel like would help me. <laughs> make me more anxious. I, I don't know. I guess maybe if it was, like, we had, like, a group fun friend night, maybe. But I, that doesn't, generally doesn't make me necessarily feel inspired or unless we were talking about art yeah like that would make me like pumped up or something yeah um sometimes when i go for a walk uh i'll usually just be walking my dog i don't actually like actively go for walks (laughs) for no reason which maybe i should try to do that just in general i don't know but what i like to sort of start doing is i have these headphones i'm wearing them right now that (laughs) have a little mic kind of close to my mouth it's like just for like talking on the phone or whatever and this might make me sound a little crazy but I like to go around like the block with my dog or kind of take a longer walk and, and just... make some rhymes yeah <laughs> wasn't Fucking there a rumor sweet beats there was a rumor at work remember <laughs> that I know a rap song it's not a rumor Stephanie it's true it's a true fact I Look, I'm not going to do it here or ever, but I know one Tribe Called Quest song by heart. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, 
no, what I do is, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I was interrupted. Like, what, what saying? Microphone. Yes, walk the microphone in. walking. And I, uh, I pretend that I'm, like, on the phone, I guess. <laughs> like, this is what I say in my head. But, like, I'm actually, like, talking through ideas that I have out loud and recording them on my phone. Um... And I, at this point, I've just gotten to the point where I really don't care if people see me. Although I get, like, sometimes I get a little quiet if it really, if I'm saying something really weird. <laughs> but I just like to think that they think that I'm just on the phone with somebody. So I have, like, several recordings of myself talking through projects I'm thinking about doing. Now, does that actually lead me to do them? Mm, hit or miss. <laughs> I'll hit say miss. that. <laughs> So, it's just, like, one method. To at least, I think it does help to get some of the junk out of your head as a starter step, you know? Uh, another suggestion on this list is take to the road. Trying to see your neighborhood or block in a new way can be useful. Okay, but... To train your brain to recognize new details around... That's basically taking a walk or being social. I guess... But how does one see it in a new way? That's that's the hard part. <laughs> like, I don't... I'm always, like, looking down anyway. <laughs> and I feel like I, see, I do see a lot of stuff that I try to snap pictures of, but I don't really understand that one, I guess. I don't either. Another one says, don't freak out. Uh, okay. I'll just not <laughs> I, I freak out. Not. <laughs> cool. I'll just turn that switch off. Didn't think of that. <laughs> it, it's not helpful. No. It's just like you'll get two in your head if you freak out about having mm. an artist block. Like, so for as much as I'm disagreeing with a lot of these, I don't know that I even have a really good answer myself. Like, I've never come up with it. Like, it just kind of happens sometimes. I don't know. I feel like I try really hard to look at people's work that I'm interested in. Or, like Stephanie was saying, like, pick up a different medium and play around with that um, as a way to break through it. But these, like, these suggestions don't seem to be really vibing with no. what works for me. It might work for some people, but... Here's one that I found on, uh, it looks like Wiki WikiHow. Spend a month drawing something you love. Do 10 paintings in 10 minutes. So that by the end of the month you fucking hate that <laughs> No. <laughs> Redraw a photocopy of one of your drawings. Actually, you know, as much as people mm. um, shame Trayson, I think sometimes when you're having an artist block, Trayson probably yeah. could be helpful. Can I say something? Yes. So the, not long ago, I was granted some access to a tracer. They're just called tracers, right? Projector. Projector. Oh, my God. oh whoa. <laughs> I was the one doing the tracing projector, <laughs> and I blew up a, well, I didn't do it, but it was work for another thing, and um, the image was blown up on a larger canvas, and something about that experience was probably the most relaxed I've ever been in a really long time. Like, just sitting in a dark room with the sort of, like, white noise of the projector going, and it's sort of warm... But, you know, it's like, you're just hanging out. I had, like, a podcast on, and I was just tracing. Like, it was all just kind of laid out for me, you know? And it was, um, just sitting in that room and just, like, doing that, it was so, like, relaxing. And I really enjoyed it. And then made me thinking, made me start thinking about, like, really wanting to get a projector and wanting to start doing that with my own stuff. 
and blowing it up because so much of what I have is in sketchbooks right now and that's why I'm always like kind of hesitant to be like um whenever somebody asks me like oh are you in any shows or have you submitted anything I'm like no it's all in sketchbooks and I don't feel like framing it or matting it or making prints like that's all seems very <laughs> involved maybe because that process doesn't feel as rewarding as like blowing it up might feel to me <laughs> I don't know but anywho honestly um, I think um art blocks the time for color in books zen tangle tracing um doodling that's I feel like those things can get you out of the art block I don't think walking around and <laughs> yeah thinking about stuff um hmm. but maybe I'm biased I, I feel like no. when you do a repetitive motion it mm-hmm. can help you get out of the art block there is definitely something to that idea of like what's that science term oh god i don't know an an object in motion tends to stay in motion that kind of thing um is that a law don't ask me (laughs) i I do art i don't do science (laughs) i think that's physics it's physics i didn't take physics in high school Um, you're, you're talking about Newton's law, right? Sure. Newton. If an object at rest stays at rest and an object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. Stephanie just said that all off the top of her head. What a genius. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I'm not looking at my phone at all. (laughs) Um, well, all that to say is like, I guess, put in motion the... Like, I, like, the thing that you want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what you're saying? Is it's like, yes, going for a walk can maybe, like, activate you mentally a little bit more, but not necessarily getting the thing done. But, I mean, there's, you know, value to both. Yeah, no, um, there is. Um, you know, I get being, like, anxious, uh, mm-hmm. having depression and suffering from mental illness. I get that. And walks probably do help to some extent for mm-hmm. some people. But, like, when it comes to art blocks, it's just, I don't know. I feel like you can take a walk and refresh your mind, but you're still not doing the thing that you need to do. And when you force yourself to start doing what you want to do, whether it be, like, sculpture or digital art or what have you, um, you're, you're forcing yourself to do something. So yeah. then you're, you know, you're going towards your goal i guess yeah i guess i feel like um in like the most where i sort of feel the at least the energy that i need but i still don't feel the inspiration then i will just start doing something real weird and experimental like just kind of like i don't know maybe i'll crumple up this paper and dip it in some paint and just paint with the paper like just getting real weird and (laughs) so because like sometimes the part of the like the the hardest step is getting something on the page and if you go past that and just get that momentum going then it's a little easier to start kind of going and going i actually agree with this wiki how list of things to get out of an art block because it's all doing it's putting it into motion because like i'm looking at the list some more and it's like ask a friend for assignment enroll in an art workshop um find something in your daily life that you want to draw or sculpt mm-hmm. so it's like all forcing yourself to actually um 
to do the act, I guess. Yeah. I think there is value to the idea of seeking assignments as well. Like, if you really just have nothing and you're really not sure, then make someone else do work for you mm-hmm. of thinking about what it is that you want to do and just, you know, find the, there's like a bunch of lists and I know like Inktober is a big thing where sometimes they release lists and that makes it a little easier so you're not like spending hours trying to figure out what you want to do. You can do like the monthly kind of daily challenges or whatever. Yeah, there's Mermaid too. Mermaids um, happening Where you draw mermaids. Um, yeah, I actually wrote down Inktober slash mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that some of my actually completed work has come from Inktober. Like mm-hmm. I sketched mm-hmm. something out and I really liked it. So yeah. then I ended up using it to make a more finished piece. Yeah, that that makes sense. And that kind of stuff is what helps spark things. I think part of the, not, not I'm not going to say hesitation with it, but one struggle or challenge that I had last time I did or no, I'm sorry, the first time I did Inktober was that I actually got too caught up on the list, and I didn't finish it, and I was starting to feel like, like, too, sometimes, I guess it could have the opposite effect, is what I mean, is like, if, if a list is like, draw the specific thing, and then you get all in your head about that, and it doesn't look right, blah, 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 then, like, maybe don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, I mean, Inktober isn't like, you must yeah. draw this thing. Like, if you're following the prompt list and you just don't find inspiration from the subject they give you, just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, I, I prefer to approach Inktober now, I know, as like, I just want to play maybe with different inks and sort of get a feel for them, but kind of draw whatever I feel like drawing. Um, it all depends on what your goal is, too. So I like using prompts because if you mm-hmm. let me draw whatever the hell I want to draw, I usually draw the same thing over and oh, over again, and it's not like forcing me to do something yeah. I wouldn't do. Um, another thing uh, where I work, uh, we sold this um, book called 642 Things to Draw. Literally, that's the title. If you flip through the book, it just gives you prompts. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, like, one of the prompts was David Bowie. Like, you wouldn't think to draw David Bowie unless... That's what you love to draw. Yeah, unless that's what you love to draw. But, like, it gave you things like yeah. that or, like, toothbrush. Yeah, puppet. just random. Yeah, and I feel like if you don't know what you want to draw, like, getting something like that would be useful. Why do you think it is that that's more helpful than, like, just, like, looking around your desk? Like, I guess because the sketchbook's already there, it's already written for you, the ink feels permanent. Like, what is it about that? <laughs> I don't so weird. know. But I feel like it does feel different, right? Like, yeah, it does. Because you feel like you're, maybe you feel obligated because yeah. the book is telling, telling you. you. Do <laughs> it. Like, fucking do it. <laughs> like, if you drew a fucking, like, groundhog on the toothbrush <laughs> brush page... You know, I guess that would be another way of being creative, though. <laughs> just completely breaking the rules and thinking of the most opposite thing you can do. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You can do what you want. Who cares? Life's a joke. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Anywho, I've also heard of the, you know, I guess idea or theory, I don't know, that, that like, sometimes your most sort of... uh interesting ideas are sort of developing during those art blocks. I don't know if you've ever heard people say that. No, I have not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it, I guess that's true because at some point you get out of it and then you do a thing, but 
I, I feel like the feel times productive. that I've gotten out of art blocks is because I forced myself. Mm. Like, not because I was just like, oh my god, I'm that's, suddenly inspired yeah. by something. Yeah, I guess that's true. And it's like you kind of touched on earlier, too. It's like, sometimes it's not even just creative block. It's like depression, <laughs> you know? It's like an actual, like, mental illness is, like, stopping you. There's other um, obstacles happening actually you just reminded me when my last huge art block was and oh. that was uh the election oh that's probably happened to a lot of people um i just <laughs> felt like i could not draw yeah. like after everything went mm-hmm. down that's true we actually went to a protest together yeah we did we went to like the oh. first the first yeah night. the first one mm-hmm. yes um yeah i would say that was my actually last big art uh yeah. block was when Trump got elected, That's and fair. Yeah. then I could not draw for a little bit. I didn't yeah. feel like it. That was like, I mean, I guess that maybe anything that kind of in your life that is sort of giving you feelings of like emptiness or like what's the point, like it doesn't, whatever, that kind of stuff, um, it really contributes to making it harder to make work. Or yeah. Making whatever, you know. You just reminded me right now. I forgot what you said, but I was like, oh, my God. That was the, the depression. You were saying depression. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, well, like, I yeah. fell into, like, a deep depression. I'm pretty sure a lot of us did. Yeah. Fell into a deep depression. And I felt like I couldn't really get out of it. I don't, mm-hmm. I think it was a couple months before I could actually do some art. Mm. Like, I, for, but once again, I did force myself. Sure. And, I mean, it's, there's not, that's not to say there's nothing wrong with, like, at least spending a little bit of time or as much time as you need, really, on, like, self-care and getting yourself back to that point. But then I think maybe it, there comes a time where you're starting to feel a little bit more energized and you should kind of push push it more and more a little bit to get out of it, you know, and then sit down and actually try and make something. And you don't have to, like, start a fucking Michelangelo masterpiece, like, like right away, but just, like, baby steps if you want to do a sketch of maybe just a general idea, something, like, in your vicinity. Sometimes, something that I've found that kind of helps, too, is, like, drawing the room you're in. Oh. Um, I don't know why. It's just, again, it's just, like, a very laid-out, structured thing to do. And then, like, later on, you can go back to it and, you know, just, like, a line drawing. But maybe you can color it in kind of funky or use a different medium to color it in than you would have. That's a good way to kind of, like, break it a little bit i think once again coloring books my mind i mean i i hate i don't mean to make coloring books sound like a bad thing i mean i know there was that whole, whole coloring book trend that blew happened up. a couple yeah it blew up um which it makes sense i mean it is pretty relaxing mm-hmm. to just color um sure doing things like that um tracing sketching i think mm-hmm. those things can really help like it doesn't like it can force you, but it also is, like, a nice transition into, mm-hmm. like, actually making art. Like, it's yeah. not so shocking, too. No, I agree. I think that there's there's value to it. Um, I think in the beginning, I was mostly, like, put off by the idea that there would be people in the world who would, like, <laughs> get these coloring <laughs> books and then, like, be like, look at this art I made. And I'd be like, well, that's nice, but I don't know if I would necessarily consider that art. It's just, like, you're sort of... It's more to me. It's more of a process kind of thing. That's just to, like you're saying, like just, you know, get 
get the gears going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not meant to know. be, like, a masterpiece. Yeah. Once again, I think I think that's the thing that stops people from getting out of art blocks is they feel the need to make mm-hmm. a masterpiece. And it's, like, really, yeah. like, just do some exercises, some art exercises. Well, that's, like, life in general. Like, that, yes. <laughs> maybe I maybe mean? I'm like, speaking on a bigger. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like with anything new and different or, or big or whatever, like, it, most people tend to look at, like, the big picture, the big thing, but never really stop to, like, try and, like, bring themselves back to rem- to remembering that you do everything one, it's as cliched as it is, you know, one day at a time. Yes. Um, one day at a time. But that's true. I mean, we can't, you know, we can't know how it's going to turn out. And I think that's the scariest thing about art sometimes. That's um, how it is. Another thing we didn't really touch on that I want to touch on is, um, touch on... <laughs> Is that funny to you? Maybe. <laughs> Why? Because I'm getting tipsy. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> a thing we haven't discussed yet is uh, inspiration. Um, I think a, a way you can get out of an uh, art block is inspiration, too. Like, look at mm. some of your favorite artists, people yeah. that you admire. Yeah. Um, I think starting to follow people on like Instagram or wherever you Tumblr. use your social medias. Go yeah. to art. Me- if, if you have to walk around, go to a fucking art museum. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you're, if, if like walking and being physical helps you, maybe take yourself to uh, the local art place. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, I think part of it too, to like get your brain sort of stimulated and back in that art mind is like not only go look at art. That's great. That's a good thing to do, but start thinking about why it is you like it and, um, you know, like what are the, the things that you would maybe want to try out yourself? Like it's, look, there's no law against copying the masters as long as you don't try to like sell it and say it's a master. (laughs) Um, No, that's very true. Like you could totally, I mean, I know this is another topic I want to talk about, but, like, those sipping sipping paints, mm-hmm. um, like, there's no harm in, like, replicating something as long as you don't, you know, try to say it's yours. Yeah, don't try to pawn it off as your own or whatever, but, um, it, I mean, technically it will be your own because your hand will have touched it and so forth, but, you know, it's not, you're not gonna make, like, a, a Rembrandt compi and compi? <laughs> Compy. Copy. Copy. And uh, say, like, this is a true Rembrandt or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I think the point that I'm trying to get at is, like, you, you're you more than, like, welcome to do sketches of the pieces that you like. And sometimes that helps you feel like you're getting back into it a little bit, I think. Yeah. One last thing. I think maybe we want to go to, like, a fake commercial. All right. After this. Yeah, um, fake be- commercial. Before that, I just... One thing that somebody recently told me that was an interesting technique you can try. Um, if you see a piece you like, and maybe it's a... Most likely it's done in color. Lots of paintings are. I mean, I guess there's black and white. <laughs> but um, if you see something that... Like, wanting to take one of the pieces you like that are a color piece and try and remake it only using black and white oh that's an interesting exercise the way she was describing it she was saying that like you know it really makes you look at the depth and the contrast in a piece that has color that you maybe wouldn't notice 
without doing that technique. So I thought that was interesting and just a little fun art thing. <laughs> so it's about time for that. Fake commercial. 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 That was really out of sync. Somebody wants to We've all been there. We're singing All Star by Smash Mouth and enjoying life when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, our own voice goes into auto-tune? If this sounds like you, then, well... I think you might be cursed. Because human voices don't just do this. This isn't right. There's no product for you. You'll have to cut off everyone you know and love because it is over for you. Unless you go to www.allstarbysmashmouth.org and you find the key. It's your only way out. It's your only Hope, and old Godspeed, and good luck. Only shooting stars break the mold. Okay. Um. So we're back. We are back from the fake commercial. (laughs) So one thing that we just kind of wanted to like conclude thoughts on as far as the stuff that we don't really agree with is that we didn't even, we just realized that like, um, like all these, uh, tips to go outside is, is interesting. And right now I was sort of biased because of like, yeah, I guess I can see it happening, but it's summertime right now in Chicago but, like, nine months out of the 12 that we have is fucking winter time. And I don't want to go outside when it's a blizzard or snowing or below, you know, <laughs> zero. It doesn't feel good to me. I want to stay in. Yeah. In, in, in. I think all these people that are making lists to go outside, like, live in California <laughs> or Florida. Or somewhere where it's nice. Somewhere, yeah, constantly warm or hot. Because right now it is summer, but it's, like, yesterday and the day before was, like, 40, yeah. maybe even lower than 40 degrees and rainy. Yeah. So... A thing we did find that we actually agree with, because mm-hmm. we've just been looking at lists for this uh, episode, um, we found a really good one. Um, separate your self-worth from your art, how from how your art, art is turning out. Yeah, because so that actually does touch on essentially like mental illness and possibly, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be a depressed or anxious person to feel that, but I feel like a lot of artists who do have to deal with that kind of stuff often feel a lack of self-worth and then that can really get tangled up in their like ability to produce stuff yeah just because something i mean right now i'm actually working on a piece that's frustrating me Mm. but i i feel like you know i'm i'm realizing new medium you know i've never done this before i'm not Mm -hmm. getting so caught up in it like i could be i could be sure yeah you really have to separate yourself and that is difficult to do like very difficult i once heard i think it was on a like a ted talk podcast or something 
that was about, I'm always like very curious about creativity in other people. And I saw some random episode that was like, what even is creativity? So I immediately <laughs> hit play. I was like, I want to know. <laughs> what is it? Um, I think in, in it, at one point, uh, there was they were talking to a, a guy who did, imp- he improvised like jazz piano like every time he played a, a show for people. And it, they were talking about, they're like, are you really improvising though? Like, don't you have anything written down and blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, I'm really improvising it. Like, there's just, and I think it, it kind of touches on this idea that most artists know about. Sometimes it's called getting in the zone, <laughs> the auto zone. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't, don't go there for inspiration. That might be kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to, but <laughs> anyway, um, I think the musician was saying something of like, no, I just like turn it off <laughs> and then the the like host of the podcast was saying something like is that possible like can you really turn it off we checked with scientists <laughs> so oh, cool um i so even if it is just kind of yourself telling yourself like don't judge it don't judge it don't judge it at least there's something blocking the ability to judge it because you're telling yourself yeah be self-aware yeah it's just self-awareness yeah really um and i tried it out like i went and like sketched in the park or something which is something i really don't do a lot of because i don't know i just i get i get a little bit um self-conscious about being in public and sketching remember that one time we went to the field museum and sketched mm-hmm. were you that were was, you self-conscious? no actually oh. i wasn't because i was with other people oh, who okay. were doing it so i felt like more like part of a group than just by myself um that's something a personal thing that i just have to get over really but um but i did that and uh and also like i'm not i don't typically draw like plant life which is like pretty much all that's in a park and um so i was just like drawing trees and stuff and just telling myself like just keep like just draw just draw, draw, draw draw like don't judge judge you're not judging you're not judging like literally just like lying to myself <laughs> a little bit which as a warm up i think that's okay you know i think you can step back and start to edit things later but i thought that was an interesting way to approach like a new piece or just kind of breaking out of it a little bit is just literally telling yourself that you are not currently judging your work yeah yeah that's a good exercise yeah so and that that the self like separating your self-worth from the work i feel like that ties in because it's exactly that it's like because once you start to go off and you feel like oh i'm not making the right marks and this isn't looking right then you start to blame yourself and you judge not only your art that you're making, but yourself. And yeah. that's, that's a little much. Also, um, a way to avoid going into art blocks. I feel like you could definitely fall into some deep hole with just being like, deep hole. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. um, you could definitely fall into like some deep, <laughs> I don't know, not hole. Let's not like use that. Like a boy. Boy, thank yeah. you. Um <laughs> Um, is don't compare yourselves to other artists too. Mm, like I think that that's really hard. important and yeah. really hard. Yeah. Don't judge yourself. Don't compare yourself to other people yeah. because everyone is at a different skill level. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different skills, uh, yeah. skill set. Yeah. I, that's another, I guess that would be 
potentially one pitfall of following other artists and like trying to put as much of people's artwork into your feeds and stuff is that like you see it and actually instead of being inspired by it you're like oh fuck they're so good and then you find out they're like 10 years younger than you and you just like want to cry in a corner (laughs) um so that could happen i suppose but i think even there you have to be you have to just take control of your thoughts at that point and just like if it means saying out loud like i'm happy for this person and then like scrolling away or whatever it is um or maybe you need to unfollow or i mean I, yeah there's sometimes taking your away to bleh, bleh, um sometimes being away from social mm. media is a thing you need to do yeah that's also a good point yeah um I think what helps in not comparing yourself is actually getting to know the other artists, if, yes. if that's a possibility. Because um, a lot of the times what you're seeing is a final piece. And it's not their process. It's not their sketch. It's just kind of what they eventually came to. And most people who are human uh, deal with shit that they have to go through. And, like, sure, some people can draw, like, certain things that they've always done really well, really fast. But then... To try, they. I'm sure that they're off challenging themselves to do other stuff, and they're not showing you that sketchbook mm-hmm. because it's like they're embarrassed by it or whatever, or just not. They don't. It's not ready. So you just always have to keep that in mind too. It's like that's the final piece. Don't get caught up in the idea that they just sat down and fucking grinded that out in half an hour. It's Can most I? likely not true. <laughs> I don't know. This was just the thought I had, and it might be a very polarizing opinion. I want to hear it. Um, I feel like sometimes when people show you their sketchbook, it's stuff they know they're good at. They don't oh, show sure. you. They don't show you the sketchbook where they're trying to work out yeah. shit. No, I feel that because sometimes, yeah, I will like. There's actually like a million YouTubers who do drawings and sketchbooks and stuff that I think are very interesting and whatever and every once in a while they pop up in my feed and when it's a sketchbook thing especially and I'm like oh cool process work and I look at it I'm like wow this is like all 100% complete like a full portfolio (laughs) yeah no that I I think it's because they know it's good yeah that's why they're showing you it's like look at my sketchbook and it's i say that with air quotes yeah <laughs> and it's like this is a final mm-hmm. piece like this could be on canvas mm. or on um, you know something framed up there's actually something interesting about that that i've i've seen before online i can't remember where it was on the internet it was on twitch no, 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 no. What? Oh. Twitch? <laughs> well, i thought you said you saw live oh no 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 online line internet online (laughs) sorry i confused online with live like you know you're fine streaming (laughs) no it was it was just like an article but like it actually talked about the fact of like how artists will sometimes say like oh yeah just just quick sketch and it's clearly like something that is like a fucking hours long kind of thing and actually how it can be somewhat detrimental to call your like longer stuff sketches because it makes um like i guess not not all art director or whatever but like it it could influence people to start thinking like oh well this person this is just a sketch that this person did why can't you i want to hire you to do this like why do you need all this time sketches should only take like an hour at most right and it's actually like 
kind of doing a disservice sometimes to other artists. Um, so you should call it what it is, is all I'm trying to say. So oh, that's like a final piece yeah. versus an actual sketch. Like the, the power of like semantics actually plays a role in how you're talking about your work. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like anything online. Take it with a grain of salt sure. because, you know, um, I hate to use Instagram as an example, but I'm going to do it. Um, like, you know, those Instagram models, their life mm-hmm. seems so perfect, you know, oh, they're yeah. showing you just like a sliver of their actual life. Mm-hmm. Gotta think that way with artists, too. Like, they're only oh, yeah. showing you a sliver of like what they do. Exactly. Um, yeah. So while a sketch may be, you know, that sketch in air quotes, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's a sketch. Yeah. It's really not. Like, I really appreciate people who put out process videos um, and stuff like that because... You know, that will at least show you kind of where they start and then how they build and build and build. Yeah, actually, that's what I was thinking about when when I thought you said live. When uh, I thought I you were no. saying live streaming. Um, mm-hmm. There's this web website called Twitch, which I'm sure we all know what that is. Mm-hmm. That's just a live streaming website. They actually have an art um, sub. They, they have like a little segment for mm-hmm. art. And you can actually watch an artist from start to finish. Oh, that's cool. So if you need oh, that kind of inspiration to get out of a, a lot of anxiety, if I would do that, like for you, like yeah. to stream, yeah, yeah, no, I would probably like <laughs> swear and curse, and you'd see me take like long breaks mm. of just like drinking. <laughs> there would just be like, yeah, the the half a drawn like, but <laughs> on like, uh, yeah, like weird drawings, and then I would just disappear for like four days and, <laughs> and never come back. Yeah, so I mean, start a different sketch, but <laughs> if you need to watch someone do actual art in front of you and see the process mm. to get out of uh, yeah. art block. I think Twitch is a good place to go. Yeah. Any any other sort of like final thoughts on an art creative block or anything like that? When it all comes down to it, it's it's how you feel. Like yeah. if you think of, you know, as much as we kind of dissed walking and stuff, if, if a walk really does help you. Fuck walking. <laughs> fuck walking. I mean, bike rides help me clear oh, sure. my mind, but yeah. it's never helped me with an art block. Um, mm. but if, if doing physical activity helps you do it, if, um, yeah. forcing yourself to do artwork helps you do that, or, you know, watching your favorite movie, doing any self-care, do that. Um, it's all about you. I mean, it's a matter of preference, but I, I think me and Kim are kind of on the same page where we feel like forcing ourselves gets us out of Yeah. You, did I get, yes? Yes, you feel the same way? Yeah, I would say that. I mean... Yes, I think that it eventually comes down to that for me too. Every once in a while, it is like I see something and it just does inspire me to do it. But honestly, that's not going to happen if I'm like in a real rut, I guess. And then in, when it's not happening for a long time, then yeah, you just have to like force yourself. Yeah, to get out even of it. if it's like a little doodle of a yeah. flower, a happy face, you know, just <laughs> using that muscle memory. Um, just forces you to do I like it. to draw happy faces and then point arrows to them and I, I write, I wish that was me. Oh, just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, we wanted to, this isn't just for this episode, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but we wanted to try and add a little fun segment to the end. Yeah. Um, that I guess for now we'll just call... Favorite art things. I had to look at my note to not, remember not that. Not a 
what is it? Goofers. Goofer. What? Are you talking oh, about Gifford's Goofer? Griffin's Goofers? Griffin's Goofers. What? <laughs> Wait, how do you know about that? Because I've watched those before. Oh. I didn't know you knew that. Oh my god, we... Me? We watched that together? We no. did watch that together, but I told you that one time when I was here. Because I was telling I you how much I loved his war videos. Oh lord, <laughs> who doesn't? If you don't know what we're talking about, um... Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should uh, maybe do some research into the good boy Griffin McElroy. McElroy. And why not? I. Never redo that. <laughs> do some research into the good boy Griffin McElroy. Oh, yeah. So, favorite yeah. things. And, and so, the way I'm kind of thinking about this, and that we're sort of maybe thinking we will just talk about a recent thing or just general thing that we really enjoy to end it on a sort of fun, happy note. I wanted to talk about an artist that I've been following on Instagram. And I feel like I'm going to fuck up his last name very much. <laughs> um, but uh, they fuck are Fuck it called... up. Fuck <laughs> it up. <laughs> um, Luca... Gia Vagnoli, I believe is how you maybe say it. Um, he's an Italian artist, and his work is very strange and very evocative of like I don't know. He, so he's a painter, um, but he does these essentially mostly like uh, like a lot of okay. So they're they're figures. They look like they would have been photos. Maybe they're photo references that he's painting from often have this feel of like a sort of um not old but maybe a little bit retro look but there's also a very something eerie something uncanny about them some of them are a little bit sexual and there's a very sort of uh limited palette that he tends to use anyway it i don't know why i necessarily have to describe it you should go follow him or look at his work on instagram um it's just uh luca giovagnoli uh, that's L-U-C-A underscore G-I-O-V-A-G-N-O-L-I. Um, and I just want to talk about it because it's something that I sort of turn to a little bit for inspiration, actually. So it does sort of fit in with this episode, but I think the work is really interesting. Um, and that's, yeah, I just wanted to, to put a little spotlight on it. Yeah. Um, I originally was going to say a, a art supply brand but i decided to go the route to keep in theme with what we're talking about um i decided to pick an artist that inspires me as well um i came across her book two of her books and her name is yuko higuchi Mm. um she does have an instagram she does mostly cat portraits um and they're very intricate. They're very detailed, oh. and they're kind of like realistic, but a little <sighs> surreal because it's like cats in dresses or yeah, um, with uh, like one of the things that I see is she she always does a cat, and it has like a horn or like some little antenna, hmm. and it's always like in a dresser. It's like dressed up, or you know, she makes um cats that are like like the one thing that I'm looking at right now is there's a cat with like a little antenna on his head and snakes as his arms and little octopus legs um she it's very fantasy and very um it's very fairy tale like i I don't know how to describe that other than saying fairy tale like you kind of look like you it looks like you're looking at a like a children's book almost Mm. but it's so intricate and it's so surreal 
You can find her on Instagram at Y-U-K-O-H-I-G-U-C-H-I-3. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, she inspires me a lot. Like, she's nowhere near my, um, style of Mm. art, but, like, I find a lot of inspiration from her. Yeah, I get that. That's very cool. Cool. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I think we are officially done with this episode. Neato. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. I hope this was somewhat helpful to you as well as fun. Yeah, I guess we're just going to start giving advice <laughs> Yeah, let's now. just be an advice <laughs> podcast. Wow, drunk. Very good. Ooh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Before we go, we just want to say a few things and give credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with their amazing music throughout this podcast. Our intro slash outro music is a song called Rushing, which you can get off of their album, Sins One, on Bandcamp. So go to stutzmusic.bandcamp.com to download that. That's S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Also feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. Yeah, and follow us on Twitter at drunkartchat as well as Instagram uh, by the same name. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by following us on SoundCloud at Drunk Our Chat. Yeah, and I'm Cameron Penamon. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Our, Our Chat. Chat.